Uh, just a reminder, like Christmas is a season, not just a day. So um, yeah, go ahead and keep up the uh, trees and the other decorations. Although I suppose if you're like uh, my family going up, if it gets towards the end and the tree is a fire hazard, you should probably take it down. Now hearing confessions uh, can be interesting and I suppose in some ways boring. Uh, when hearing confessions of young people, uh, they're almost, uh, almost all the same. Uh, something about not obeying their parents and uh, picking on their brothers and sisters. Now, sometimes they don't confess that uh, they have disobeyed their parents. And so I ask them, you know, do you always do what your parents ask of you right away? And most of the time, the young child says no. Um, and then I say, uh, well, let's confess that. Let's confess uh, disobedience to your parents and ask for God's mercy and forgiveness. But every once in a while, I get that kid who says yes, meaning that he has always done what his parents has asked right away. Now, I'm thinking, you know, they need to add lying to a priest to the list of sins. But it's their confession, so I can't really say anything. And who knows, maybe they are unlike every child I've ever known, and maybe they really have never disobeyed their parents, but I really doubt it. In the first reading from Sirach, we hear that God places a father-mother over their children. We hear that he or she that honors their father atones for sins, and when he or she prays, they are especially heard by God. And when one reveres his or her mother, they store up riches in heaven. Sirach goes on to say that we should take care of our parents when they get old. That even if their minds fail, we should be considerate and kind. I'm talking to myself as well, but we need to make more of an effort to spend time and respect the elderly among us. Whether our parents are still at home or if they are in a care facility, we need to call and visit on a regular basis. We need to continue to love and honor them in their old age even if they can't remember who we are. We try and remember and love them for who they used to be. Just as a baby can't reason or choose the good, the baby is respected as a human person because the human soul has the capacity to, choose, to reason. It is because the brain, the body is not fully developed that a baby uh, is not able to enact its full potential, the full potential of a human soul. And the same is true of the elderly with failing minds. The person, the parent we love is still there. However, again, the aged brain, the failing mind, the aged body, does not allow them to enact the true and full person that still remains in the soul. Today we celebrate the feast of the Holy Family, Jesus, Joseph, and Mary. As we'll see in the coming days, the Holy Family went through a lot. People in their town ostracized them because Mary had been found a child before she was married. Mary and Joseph had to travel 90 miles to Bethlehem while Mary was nine months pregnant. They had to flee to Egypt to avoid Jesus dying in the mass execution of babies when Herod got scared that a new king had been born, one he was afraid would take his throne. Today in the Gospel we hear about Jesus finally at the age of 12 getting to go with his parents to Jerusalem for the Feast of Passover, the biggest feast in the whole calendar year. 
Passover, if you recall from Holy Week, is a feast when the Jews celebrated God passing over their homes, but not the homes of the Egyptians in which the oldest son died. This finally convinced the Pharaoh to let the Jewish people go, to be free of the horrible slavery they had been confined to. So Jesus finally goes with Mary and Joseph to Jerusalem to celebrate this Passover feast. However, he did not travel back with them, at least not at first. Mary and Joseph, after spending a long day looking for Jesus amongst family and friends in the caravan, they head back to Jerusalem. After spending an additional three anxious filled days, they finally find Jesus in the temple. Mary asked Jesus, Son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been looking for you with great anxiety. Jesus responds, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know I must be in my father's house? Is God encouraging children to break the fourth commandment, the commandment he gave us, honor thy father and mother? The short answer is no. As I tell older teenagers in the confessional, you're reaching the age where you realize your parents aren't always fair. Even if your parents ask you to be home at 7 p.m. on a Friday night um, for no apparent reason, or they ask you to do the dishes three nights in a row while your siblings don't have to do them at all, don't complain. Do it anyways. But I also add, if your parents ask you to kill someone, obviously don't do that. So yes, we need to be obedient to our parents, but we need to be obedient to God first. This is why it is not a sin for some, um, some of the guys who were in seminary uh, to be there against their parents' wishes. Yes, they were disobeying their parents by studying to become a priest, but they were being obedient to God, who deserves our allegiance, love, and obedience, even above our parents. In a 2019, a Pew Research Center study found that the U.S. had the highest rate in the world of children living in single-parent households. Nearly a fourth, 23%, of children in the U.S. live in single-parent households. So if we don't have much of a natural family, all of us who have been baptized belong to the family of God. John in the second reading reminds us that God the Father loves us and has called us His children. There are things about, the, about Christianity, about Catholicism, the world just doesn't understand. John says the world does not know us. John says this is not surprising since the world did not know Jesus. We are God's children, but our future glory in heaven is not, has not yet been revealed to us. We will not fully know the great joy and glory until we have gotten, until we get to heaven. John tells us to continue to believe in Jesus Christ, to love one another as Jesus has commanded us to do. This is especially true with family. Sometimes family are the hardest people to love, and yet we must try. Sometimes it's hardest to love our spouse, even though usually they are the one person in the family we did get to choose to be with. Most parents don't get to choose their children. This is why during marriage prep, I tell engaged couples that all things being okay with the kids, if you have to choose between the children and your spouse, choose your spouse. Your family is only as strong as your marriage. If your marriage fails, your family life will fail. 
This is why I'm a fan of appropriate PDA, public displays of affection, in front of the kids. Kids these days uh, probably know someone whose parents are divorced. It is reassuring to them uh, to see the affection between their parents because that way they know that mom and dad still love each other, that their home life is stable. I also tell engaged couples throughout your life every day, prove in your actions that you would choose each other all over again. As I mentioned at the beginning of my Christmas homily, Vatican II called the family the domestic church. Parents at the baptism of their child promise to raise their, church, their child in the Catholic faith. At a bare minimum, this means that both parents need to pray daily and that the family needs to go to Mass every weekend. I know that some couples struggle even to have children. This is one side effect of the pill that isn't talked about, an increased chance of complications conceiving and carrying a child to term. We pray for couples who struggle to conceive and carry a child to term. It is a tough, tough burden to carry. However, we must remember that children are a gift, not a necessity, or at the worst, an accessory. An IVF in vitro fertilization is expensive and immoral in several ways. Often the father's part involves immoral actions. Plus, multiple eggs are fertilized, thus creating little human beings that are frozen in that state in a freezer and not allowed to grow. Then, if more than one child becomes viable in the womb, abortion takes place. Plus, it takes away the chance of that ideal happening, that a child is conceived in love between the father and mother. And this obviously flies uh, in the truth that children are a true gift from God. There is a medical facility in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, there are a few good things in Nebraska, called the Pope Paul II Institute. They have been helping couples conceive in natural ways, in ways way cheaper than IVF, and in ways that are in accord with the truth of Catholic teaching. And then there is the gift of adoption. I'm adopted, as you well know, and very thankful that I was adopted. I know there have been some other great adoptions in this community as well. Natural family planning is not the old rhythm method. It now involves uh, a lot of science and charting. Natural family planning doesn't involve putting extra hormones or other uh, foreign drugs in your body. It is 100% natural. And the charting can help a wife avoid pregnancy or help her get pregnant. Couples that practice natural family planning have less than a 5% divorce rate. In today's world, that is pretty amazing. I have some ideas why this is, but this homily is already too long. Studies show that couples that have children in their first year also have a lower divorce rate. This is because you instantly become a better person when you have a child. You can neglect your spouse and they probably won't die. However, you cannot neglect a baby or else they will die, and I suppose you could go to jail. A baby forces a person to no longer live just for themselves. As we celebrate the Holy Family, we also celebrate our own families. We pray that more and more people have the opportunity to grow up in the environment that God intended, to grow up with both a father and a mother. As St. Pope John Paul II said, as the family goes, so goes the nation, and so goes the whole world in which we live. If we want a great nation, a great society, pray for the grace to be a great family.